building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome to today's Startup Survival episode. Today we're talking about managing turnover during a growth phase in your company, which honestly is not a really fun topic for me to talk about because I have to admit that things are sometimes going wrong within my company. But I have promised myself and promised you that I would show up and share openly so that you can learn. So I'm going to cover this topic with you today. I do have tons of notes, so I might move a little quickly because I want to keep to my promise of 10 minutes or less. I know that some episodes have been going over a little bit lately. So turnover sucks for any company, but within a small business, turnover can, it can honestly make or break you. We've had an interesting time at my company, Excelity, over the last couple of years where we have two main departments within the business and one department has had zero turnover, like not even one single person has left. And one department has had all of the turnover within the company. I haven't cracked the code on what exactly to do about this yet, but I figured I would share what I've been learning from reading and from talking to my mentors about how to handle this as it's a timely topic for my business and it's potentially timely for you with the great resignation still happening and the power moving into the hands of employees and employees are leaving faster than ever and as it should be, right? Employees most certainly should have negotiating power and the ability to be treated well within any company. It's kind of crazy that we've gotten this far without that, but I digress. I want you to know something that I've learned, which is turnover is the CEO's problem. It took me a while to learn this. I have heads of departments in place for every area of my company, so I kind of thought it was up to them to come together and figure out why we were experiencing so much turnover, and I removed myself a little bit too far from this process. At the end of the day, when it's your company, it is your responsibility, and no one's going to do it for you, and no one's going to do it like you. So... About four months ago, I started the journey of figuring out why there is turnover in just this one area of the company and not in the other. When I started looking into it, I realized a pretty startling fact that of all the people that have left my company in the last 18 months, 73% of them were in one department. A couple of others had random jobs within the company. Like we had moved someone into a sales role and he didn't want to be in sales. So it made sense when he left. And we hired someone into a new role last year. And then we realized it really wasn't a fit, nor did we totally need that role at the time. So that turnover made sense. But what in the world is happening in this one department? It's something that I have to figure out. In evaluating the issues at hand, I realized that literally everything had to be fair game. We had to look at first potential structural issues within the department or the company itself that could be making these jobs harder than they need to be in this one department. Second, we needed to look at feedback from existing employees and exiting employees. And that means not only the feedback that we've already gotten, but understanding how we could go about getting more specific and honest feedback in the exit interview process specifically has been huge for us. 
Third, management and ARP impact on the role. I think a lot of times when something like this is happening, the managers are like, oh, you know, we need to figure out what's going on here with these people. But we have to reflect and look at ourselves. So was there something that the manager of this department or the management team within my company was doing that makes the job unbearable or even just a little bit harder? And if so, what is it? Even looking beyond all of these areas, I just had to get honest with myself and my team. Clearly, there's a pattern here. Everyone in my company can see what's happening. So everyone acting like it wasn't happening or that every person that left was a one-off circumstance, that's not going to solve the issue. It's plain to see. We had a habit of looking at every person that left and saying, oh, that person wasn't a fit or that person couldn't handle the stress or that person didn't like agency life and blah, blah, blah. Those are excuses. And we made them up to make ourselves feel better. And regardless of how true any of those statements are, It doesn't take away from the pattern and the turnover that's happening in this one area of the business. Basically, making those excuses allowed us to avoid the problem instead of figuring it out. Like I said earlier, I do not have a silver bullet to solve this problem. That said, I do think we're on the way to getting it fixed. And I want to tell you about the three steps that I've discovered so far as I've gone through this process of digging into why this is happening and trying to fix it. First and foremost, the most important step of resolving any business issue is getting honest feedback. And there's a second layer that I already mentioned, because if people aren't giving you feedback, you have to figure out why. Of the two main departments in my company, one is a feedback machine. They question they question everything. They question the inner workings of the business. They question the decisions I make. They question most things that we do as a business. And I think that's totally fair. If you're invested in a company, you should be able to question the decisions that your boss and your boss's boss are making. The other department was a black hole. There's no feedback coming out of that department. I'm still in the process of figuring out why. One thing that I did recently was determine who my truth tellers can be in that department and then building a specific relationship with them where I tell them specifically, I want to hear from them personally at any time, any patterns that they see, any structural issues within the job, any day-to-day issues, anything. In fact, one of them called me when I was getting on the plane to come to Tulum this week. Like, you know, I know you're going on vacation, but I think you need to know about that. There are some people that are unlikely to give any feedback and giving feedback, especially up into an organization, can be very scary. So I really understand why. And then there are other people that are more apt to give feedback. And I think that gaining relationships with those people and encouraging that open and honest feedback can really help you. So you open those lines of communication with them. Another part of getting this honest feedback was improving our exit interview process. We've had a third-party HR for a long time who is, I call her my business therapist. She is freaking amazing. She has been so helpful to me while I have been trying to figure out these issues. So shout out to Amanda Daring of Nuance. That said, we recently moved our day-to-day people operations in-house, and we found that having the person that's doing the exit interview internal to the company and them having a relationship with the exiting employee made a huge difference. One of our most recent exit interviews ended up being three and a half hours, which you might look at that and think, oh, you know, they had a lot of problems. I mean, they did have a list of things that they thought needed to change in the department where the turnover is happening to make that job easier, which is freaking awesome. 
awesome. It's also an incredible gift. We were given the gift of an exiting employee who really cares and that allowed us to ask her tons of questions about what was going on and her insight into this turnover and help us understand why the role specifically might be hard. Remember that feedback is a gift and it can be really easy to get defensive in these situations and getting defensive doesn't help you solve the problem. So feedback is a gift because you cannot fix what you don't know about. Step number two is actually making the change. As I mentioned, I found a number of structural issues within the role that was making life hard for the people that are in it. These are simple things that I hadn't really seen before, and small annoyances can add up into really big issues when they happen over and over and over again. I learned that how you bring these issues to your team to be solved is very important. And I learned that by screwing it up the first time. We screwed up the delivery of the message the first time. And I now understand that change needs to be led by the team and cannot be shoved down their throats by their managers. By changing the conversation to being facilitated by managers instead of instructed by managers, it really made a huge difference. And I have brought this as a, you know, we are all in this business, so let's all figure this out together. And that actually leads me into the third point. Last but not least, you have to get honest with yourself and with the people around you. When there is a pattern, acknowledge it. Talk to people about it. Being a business owner can be a heavy weight to carry, especially I am the sole owner of the company. So at the end of the day, anything that happens within the business is my fault, mine to fix, mine to deal with, be it financial, be it turnover, be it any risks that don't pan out. I think it can be easy to lose sight of the fact that you don't have to solve all of your problems alone. You as a business owner have a community around you. You actually have the ability to build your community, which is really freaking cool. And you don't have to do it alone. So when you have problems, and I feel like this episode could really apply to a lot of different business issues, bring other people in, specifically ask for their help. I think that it helps people get even more bought into your company and it takes some of the weight off of you because it helps you solve the issues. All right, that is it for today. I hope if you have been experiencing any turnover within the company that these tips were really helpful. So let me just review them for you really quick. One is getting honest feedback. Two is actually making the change and being really careful about how you communicate. Three, bringing people into the problem to solve it side by side with you. I found that when you can facilitate or have open conversations with people and when you can work side by side with people through tough times, often you come out even stronger at the end. If you got value out of this episode, please share it with just one person, one person that's growing a business, that's working on hiring, that's dealing with turnover, anyone that this message is applicable to. I would love it if you would share it with one person. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much. 